Can I sing the song I just wrote for the dog? Definitely. Okay. goes, I know what dogs like. I know what beef wants. Beef wants. Beef wants. Beef wants treats. I like it. <laughs> what do you think? She's tight. Should I send it to, um, is it Debbie Harry who wrote that song? I know what boys like. I don't know. They like to thief around. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't done it yet and you're in the Pasadena area or, you know, if you're in California, come see us November 22nd live at the Ice House. Uh, we're doing the podcast live there November 22nd. Also, really exciting. We just signed up with Laughster. Uh, that's L-A-F-F-S-T-E-R dot com. And you can watch a live streaming of that show anywhere in the world. Are you in Latvia right now? Are you in Scotland? Are you in Australia, Canada? And you don't think you can make it to a live event? Guess what? You can stream it. Go to Laughster.com and uh, sign up now. Get your little account set up before the day of. And uh, yeah, do it. What are you going to say, Jeans? Oh, no, I was going to say that um, in addition to the ability to watch the streaming version, we also are going to have um, the option for people to bid on special prizes. Right. And we're going to take any and all of the money that comes from the bid and donate it. Yes. To the uh, Wounded Warriors. Yes. uh, Charity. So... That's a great cause. Um, and basically what it is that you can bid on, like we're going to have a, a special top prize that uh, if you win the first place bid, you get to be on the show on a phone call. We talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we do um, a segment with you. Yeah, listener. so there's a, whole, there's a whole slew of prizes, but it's kind of a fun way to make it interactive. And then... All the money from that will go to a good cause. To Wounded Warriors, which Tommy and I very much love. Being his top dog is a Vietnam vet. We thought, what an appropriate charity to give to. Yeah, it'll be good. So sign up, at least for an account right now, Laughster.com, L-A-F-F-S-T-E-R. And that's your chance to uh, see the podcast live streaming on November 22nd. It should be a fun time. Yeah. Um, Where else? Where else are you going to be? So before that, guys, I go to Hartford. I'm at the Hartford Funny Bone, November 14th through 17th. And then November 23rd, the Aliante Aliante Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. And then December 5th, with my jeans, we go to San Diego to do the podcast live at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. And uh, December 19th through 22nd, I'm going to Atlanta at the Punchline. And then New Year's Eve, you're not doing something and you're in the D.C. area, come see Tommy and me co-headline the D.C. Improv December 27th through 31st. It should be really fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, follow us on Twitter at Christina P. at Tom Segura. Yeah, uh, right now if you're listening to this, as you should be the moment it's available to you, <laughs> I am in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Which club are you at? Rumors. That's right. Tonight, tomorrow, Friday and Saturday. I'm in Rumors. Come see me. It's a great club. Great people. I love doing this club. Um, And let's see. After that, I'm with her. We do some show. We do the live podcast. 
Uh, December 6th, tickets are now on sale for the Calusa Casino to Northern California. And I'm doing it with the one and only Joey Coco Diaz, a.k.a. Mad Flavor. Uh, December 7th, he and I are in Eugene, Oregon. And um, I I don't know where we're at. But if you're up there, I'll get that date, that link to you soon. You cocksuckers. Um, all you cocksuckers can get those tickets. TomSegura.com, ChristinaComedy.com, YourMom'sHousePodcast.com. Sound good? Yeah, that was a lot. Yeah, all right. So much um, information. Though, so yeah. much information. Um, are you ready to fart the show? Uh, so many farts are ready for you. Excellent. That's what I like to hear. What are those questions? Do you smoke crack cocaine? Exactly. Yes, I have smoked crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. When, but sir? no, do I? Am I an addict? No. When have you have I tried it? Um, probably in one of my drunken stupors, probably approximately about a year ago. I answered your question. You asked the question properly, I'll answer it. How many yes, times? I've, made mis- I've made mistakes. I, all I can do now is apologize and move on. I- this shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother to this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom Segura. And Christina Pajitsin. Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. smoking rocks that is the mayor of toronto love that's why toronto is the coolest city on earth rob ford <laughs> he likes cheeseburgers he likes poutine he likes crack crack, crack. and one of my drunken stu- like <laughs> <laughs> you realize we're not talking about like a city with like a population of like a hundred <laughs> or something right it's major this is one of the biggest cities in the world yeah. active huge economy just I mean, international oh, city. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the most international city. Yeah. Yeah, I smoke crack sometimes. <laughs> he said he tried it once. Yeah, it prob- he said probably. In a drunken stupor. I probably stupor. did that. Who the fuck? I mean, you could say what, whatever. I've, I mean, I drink, you know. You asked me a couple questions. And what were those questions? Do you smoke crack cocaine? Exactly. <laughs> yes, I have smoked crack cocaine. Exactly. When, but sir? no, do I? Am I an addict? No. When have you? Have I tried it? Um, probably in one of my drunken stupors. Probably, probably <laughs> approximately about a year ago. I answered your question. You asked the question properly. I'll answer it. How many yes, times? I've made mis- I've made mistakes. I, all I can do now is apologize and move on. I don't know what. Oh, guys, whoa, 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 okay, can I? Can I just? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yes, all I can say is I've made mistakes. That's, and you guys kept referring to alcohol. There was a couple isolated incidents. There's been times when I've been in a drunken stupor. That's why I want to see the tape. I want everyone in the city to see this tape. I'd like to see this tape. I don't even recall there being a tape and a video, and I know that. So I want to see the state that I was in. But um, 
That's exactly so it. That's, that's a guy. I don't know what else I can so say. So you're worried about what's on the so I, I, He's referring to a video that is out there of him talking about trying smoking crack in hmm. which he's so drunk that he talks about it <laughs> that he um he's like i haven't seen it i want to see it right well let me tell you something here's what you do in a drunken stupor crack no you're at a party someone's like hey you want to smoke this joint and you're like ah it's not really a good idea for me to be this hammered and, and high but you do it anyways and then you regret it now to get your hands on crack cocaine it's a, it's a harder thing to do it it's, is it's not easy if takes, you're like a white, well-to-do folk, you know, you work in the office, generally it's not what's laying around at office parties or, you know. Um, speak for yourself, Common Christina. parties. We're talking about the, um, the mayor. Right. Have you smoked crack? I mean, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't go say, yeah, but I'm saying like, I've drank a lot before, so yeah. So have I? Maybe. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I was too loaded. You know, one time in college, my friends and I, uh, we wanted to smoke crack and just to try it, you know? Yeah. It's surprisingly not that easy, even in San Francisco, to get your hands on. And it smells awful. Mm-hmm. It's not an ideal party drug, you know? Yeah. Um, I want to see the drunken video, though. Me too. And how great is it that the mayor of a Canadian... Obviously, in Canada, there's not like a hysteria about drug use or being loaded, they're like, yeah, well, everyone gets fucking loaded. Yeah, Canada, they're like, you can drink. still be fucking mayor. <clears throat> of course. Have you, do you know what he looks like? Have you seen no. him? No. He is amazing. He looks like he is in a Todd Phillips movie. Like he's a character. He doesn't look like a... What does he look like? Um, I don't know. Like 295. Um, oh, he's a big, he's a great big fat person. Yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, he's a hefty load of a dude... No, he's really, he's 295? He's huge. I love it. I love that Canadians will tolerate, like, an overweight president, whereas our presidents have to all be super fit and, he's like, and um, young and cute and hip. He looks like he's, you know... Did I say he was president? I bet he's a mayor. Yeah, he's a mayor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he looks Hungarian. Yeah, and he's, like, always, like, flush. Like, yeah. you know... Like, Hot. Yeah. He's, sweaty. He, he's very red. Um, Dude, that guy looks like every Hungarian guy I grew up around. Those friends with my dad that had a pinky ring and smelled like too much cologne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. There he is. Yeah, that guy gets that guy parties. Hardcore. That guy's awesome. Yeah, this guy. This guy throws down. Yeah, he's fun to be around. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, <laughs> I wasn't lying. You didn't ask the correct questions. No, I'm not an addict, and no, I do not um, do drugs. I I made mistakes in the past, and all I can do is apologize. But it is what it is, and I can't change the past. And I, I can apologize to my family, my friends, my colleagues, and the people of this great city. I can't change the past. I told you, probably, in, probably, in, uh, approximately, I'd probably saying in around about a year ago, but I don't know exactly. That's why I want to see. I, want, I don't. I don't even remember the way that the way that this ends. Mm. The way he walks away is the best. Okay. Just let it play for a second, because uh, it's pretty awesome. After some of the stuff that you guys see me this late, I'm kudos to Canadian journalists <laughs> who asked this. Then it's a problem. So I, I want to. I want to get. Are you I said I get. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's like, all right, guys. He's like, I'm out of here. Come on. Well, that's pretty astounding, isn't it? So you see the super underneath there. Ron Ford admits to having smoked crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so you asked me that question back in May. I said, 
I said no. Right he said, uh, I'm telling you, I, I did smoke crack. That's awesome. That is rad. And I think uh, this guy needs to learn from our politicians, which is do everything you want and then deny, deny, deny. Here's a, I have a equal, like just to counterbalance. This is a American politician in a similar <laughs> circumstance. Right. Come on my mouth. You know, it's the wrong clip. Is that what crack does to you? <laughs> That's the wrong clip. Oh. Sorry about that. No, that was neat. What was going on in that clip? I can't tell. I can't tell for hmm. broadcasting purposes. I can't tell you. Hmm. But it was, a, it was, a, it, I think it, it's a good juxtaposition of how to handle hmm. tough questions. Was that like a Sunday school class you attended mm-hmm. as a child? Mm-hmm. Blast on my fucking face, man. Oh, wow, it was intense, babe. It was really intense, that clip. Yeah. Um, what's going on visually that I can... Uh, actually, I don't have the visual on that. It's too bad. I know. I know. It sounded to me, correct me if I'm wrong... Go ahead. ...that there were two ladies, one gentleman, and mm-hmm. one of the ladies was like, I want your semen in my mouth, mouth yep. in my please, please, please. And yep. then she yep. gargled... His semen is that right? That sounds his ejaculate. Yeah, I got um, some more audio hmm. in that vein. Do you want to hear it? That was sent to us. Hold on, let me take another sip of wine. I'm drinking white wine tonight because I'm whitening my teeth, and mm-hmm. I heard that they're very porous right now. And drinking red wine undoes the entire whitening process. Ooh, yeah. So my friend Mary Lynn suggested I switch to white wine, and we're booze bags, right? So we need something. <laughs> I could stop drinking, right? But what's the point? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Tell me what you think of this clip. This mm-hmm. just just came in. Okay. Fresh audio. Fresh off the press. Fresh off the press. <laughs> it's not even um, proofed or anything. You know, it's just it all over my face. <laughs> Make that. my face a reservoir of your cum. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> huh. Plaster my face with your juicy man juice. <laughs> Wait a minute. She needed to think of another adjective. Yeah, there. she got stuck there. Juicy man juice. Yep. Thank you. Got to think of another word. Thank you, Matt. Like juicy man jizz. Right. Juicy man mustard. Love. Juicy man love. Mm-hmm. Man ball batter. Glue. Man glue. Juicy mm-hmm. man glue. I like that. Mm-mm. Juicy man. Sauce. Sauce. Cream. Not a dry rub, but a sauce. Mm, barbecue. Mm. Oh. Mm. Oh. There's a lot of laughing in this. Silly. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Uh, That's just, you know, people laugh, babe. People have a good time when they're doing the naked. I really think it isn't fair that women, I mean, I know they say women ejaculate, but I don't. 
So let's put it that way. I wish that I had some kind of an ejaculate that I could force into somebody's mouth. You can. Okay. <laughs> you can laugh. <laughs> you know you're capable laugh. of it, right? That's what they say. But like I said, I, I haven't been able to. Do you want to do it? Yeah. Oh, you do? But I want it to be a lot. I want it to be a different color. Why don't we? But we've never aimed for it. But we never tried to do it. Before. I don't know if that's true for everybody. I think it's. I think you're capable. I think everybody's capable. Did I? It's. But it's female ejaculate. Right? Yeah. It's the same as what's considered squirting. Mm-hmm. They that's say just, everybody's capable. That's what I've. Yeah. And how yeah. would we do this? How would you milk me? <laughs> um, well, there's. A, I would uh, manually try to milk <laughs> you. Yeah. You just. You just have like four. You did a four finger roll there. No, no. You know. <laughs> Right in there, and then, uh-huh. you know? Well, let's try right now on the podcast. Right now on the show? Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we can do it. Mm. Why don't we do it right here on the show? Let me try you first. It's great. You know what? I think we should shave it, save it. Shave it. <laughs> we should save it for a bonus episode. I think that's... <laughs> I think people would pay good money to hear that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I don't know about this female ejaculate stuff. I got to tell you, in all the years that I've known other women and talked to them about yeah, it, yeah, it's really not something that comes up in conversation. But I think a lot of women would tell me. Yeah. My friends haven't mentioned that. And I've heard all kinds of stuff. None, none of them have ever discussed doing this with you ever? No. And I've heard all kinds of wacky stuff. It's just not. It's not high on our list. I guess I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's not on my. Um, it's not high on my desire list. But if you were like, I gotta squirt. Yeah, I mean, we can definitely work towards that. I mean, does it feel amazing? Is that is that the allure? I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. I gotta look into this. Yeah. Well, you think you certainly opened up an interesting um, inbox? Can we <laughs> for our? <laughs> Hey guys, hey. we really need to talk about squirting more. Can we play just a silly game for a minute here? Yeah, okay. sure. So all this, all, all this leftover Halloween candy. Yeah, I was like looking at the bowl today, and in my head, ranking the leftover candies by desirability. Mm-hmm. Will you just tell me, like, let's just talk about this order right now? Oh, okay. Here's what I have: a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup, a Reese's cup. Yeah, that's how white trash people say that. Yeah, it's a Reese's cup. A Kit Kat. Yeah. A Hershey's milk chocolate bar. And mm-hmm. then an Almond Joy. Yeah. So lowest is definitely the Hershey. Wow. Chocolate. Wow. That's brazen. That's bold. That, it's just a, yeah, standard Hershey chocolate mini bar. You think that's the le- the least desirable of those definitely. four? Definitely. And I think among children, far down on the list. I disagree. I disagree. I'm going to go with Almond Joy as the bottom. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Almond Joy is the least desirable of these four candies. No. Nope. Here's why. Coconut is kind of healthy for you. It's not It's not really a treat. It's like a, a, it's tough. It's leathery. It's like eating skin particles, like scabs wrapped in goo. If you were a man, I would tell you to get to Steppen. Wow. I mean, I eat the Almond Joy out of desperation. Like, if this what? is the last candy in the barrel. What? Tootsie Rolls and Almond Joy are, like, least favorites. How dare you equate yeah. Almond Joy with a Tootsie Roll? Tootsie Rolls. Don't you think Tootsie You know Tootsie what? Roll- I should drop a Tootsie Roll in your lap right now. <laughs> I don't. Would you agree, though, in the Halloween candy 
uh, bucket that the Tootsie Roll is the least desirable. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Least desirable is like the vanilla flavored Tootsie Roll. Disgusting. Candy corn. Can- I love candy corn. You don't like candy corn? Look, obviously we're from different backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> My teeth look like candy corn. Hey, so let's go. Let's go this again. So then first place is what? Between, between Kit Kat and Racy Cup. That's where we're going right now. Number one is wine. Of course. Yeah, but for kids. Um, just for kids. Come on. For kids, I feel like, ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like Kit Kat's the most badass. Of you but, think, really? Mm-hmm, but there's something about that delicious peanut butter in the Reese cup that is, you know, it's almost, mm. you can't, other than the few kids, you know, there's a few kids that die from their peanut allergies that you're fine <laughs> with. Them aside, I mean, right. who can turn down a delicious peanut butter and chocolate well, treat? Kit Kat didn't kill anybody. Nobody's right. allergic to a Kit Kat. And you get that little crispy waffle. Mm. You snap the waffle in your mouth. It's so good. I always feel like four bars was never enough as a kid. Mm-hmm. They didn't have supersized candy bars growing up when mm-hmm. I was a kid. And I always was like, oh, man, it's like it's never enough. Do you like exploring different candies when you travel? travel uh, that's... The world? What what else is their life? Yeah, because people no really like reason. a lot of Americans who don't travel might not know that like you you don't find our chocolate candy treats in other countries. No, everybody has their own, and ours are the best. Obviously, we're number one. But Cadbury in England makes a great chocolate what about product. Tim Tams in Australia. I don't like Tim Tams. What? Yeah, I'm sorry, Australian listeners. Do we have <laughs> divorce papers here, or do we need to order them? <laughs> Can I have my argument with the Tim Tam? Sure. Those are the ones with all the air. They like pump air into the candy. So it's chocolate, but then there's like air pockets in it. Yeah. Not a fan. What's the point? Why I, enjoy, are you feeling, I enjoyed it very much. Is that what you like about it? The air in the chocolate? I just thought it was a delicious treat. Not a fan of the Tim Tam. I'm sorry to offend our Australian listeners. What about like um, Godiva? Like, a little too rich for my blood. You know what I like? White trash American milk chocolate. See, there's the problem. Kit Kat, Reese Cup. There's the problem. Do you like Dove chocolate? Too fancy. Too fancy feast. It's too fancy. You know what I do like in Australia? Fried chicken? Fuck yeah. I like Milo bars in Australia. Oh, yeah. Those are fucking dope. I can eat my my weight in Milo bars. Remember those? Yeah. You tried to have me bring home (laughs) uh, Doritos. Yeah, they had ketchup flavored Doritos. But not when I was there. I think it was already... Yeah. It's too bad. That was the 90s, bro. Um, Mom Australia also has my favorite espresso. Which, what is that kind? Remember I had it flown in? You, you got yeah, it yeah, yeah. too. Yeah, that shit's delicious. Seven seeds. Yes, very good. Very good. Here's what, here's what I'm going to go, my final answer on the candy bar debate. Mm-hmm. First place, Reese Cup. Yeah. Second place, Kit Kat. Mm-hmm. Third place, Milk Chocolate Hershey's Solid. Mm-hmm. Fourth place, Almond Joy. That's my final fucking lineup. Fuck you guys. I know I'm going to get a million fucking tweets about, oh, your lineup sucks. You know what? You suck. You're not American. Whoa. Yeah, I said it. Whoa. Not a pornography in today's show. What's going on with you? You brought up squirting. I just pulled up some squirting clips. Jeez. She really shoots it far. So, oh, he's, is he doing that to her or is she doing that to her? Well, she was getting railed. Right. And then he pulled out and then she shot her squirty load all over the Jeez, place. Jeez. That yeah. takes practice, I think. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah, no, it takes a lot of work. Huh? Well, let's stay in that world. Um, pornography? Not necessarily pornography. I mean, we have a little bit of class. Jeez. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. By the way, happy Banna Smurferny, Tom. Oh, yeah. Happy Banna Smurferny. It's our, it's our fifth year being married. What do you think of that? Um, I think it's very exciting. I'm very happy to be married to you for you five years. You sound excited. Well, how do you want to say it? It's very exciting to be married to you I enjoy being married to you. I love you I very do too. much. I love you. Happy Banna Smurferny to you. Happy Banna Smurferny to you. Here's a, this is from our um, wedding. I have a... you going to make, I'm going to squirt? No. From my Banna Smurferny. This is uh, me talking on our wedding um, to the video. I guess this thing is about me having a small dick. And it's really horrible saying that because it's true. And... Why is it such a problem? Why is it such a problem? And I, this is what this film was about. I'll find out why it's such a problem. And if it's a problem for me, is it a problem for other men? Do you want the whole story? This poor son of a bitch <laughs> made a documentary about his micro penis. Yeah. It's so small. Well, it's three inches, and they actually show it in this documentary. And Honestly, it doesn't look that bad. Like I've seen micro penises on the internet, like for just photographs of yeah, them, and they look yeah. horrifically small. But his is just like it's three yeah. inches, you know. And there's definitely worse micro penis um, yeah. instances than his, but it's tough. Yeah, but it is an interesting. Quite like you, you brought you said. You know, yeah. Well, look here's my you know, and in, in my younger years, I think I was way more callous about this, and I would be like, "What the fuck? What was that? Fucking dicks need to be big." That's what you would say. Puerto Rican and black. Fuck little white guys. That was always my thing. Is like I love Puerto Rican cocks. Huge. Jesus. Huge. Right. Huge hulking beasts of penises. Really, this was your mantra as a youth. My mantra was: if it's not Puerto Rican, don't put it in my mouth. Oh. If it isn't black, I don't want it in between my legs. Jesus. And then, uh, and then you get older, and then you're like, you know what? It's all just flaps and folds. Everything down, everything. All, all we are is just meat and folds and hair and sweat. And in yeah. your case, a lot of more hair and brown mashed into that hair. Mm-hmm. And who gives a fuck? Like at the end of the day, listen, women, there, there's an entire population of people who don't need a penis to penetrate them to be satisfied. Or, or they use other means, like they'll use vibrators or dildos. Like this guy can use yeah, a, a vibrator on a woman if she feels that she wants more. It's all, it's sex is all in the mind, dude. It's, yeah. it's very little to do with your physicality at the end of the day. But in his state and people in that state, how does that play on you psychologically? It's what society puts on you. It's not even, yeah. it's about the whole myth of like, you're not a virile man if you don't have a 10 inch cock Right, but what about the guy who, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to shit on him, but it's got to be, like, 
it's got to wear on you if you if you have like a three or you know something like that inch dong, yeah. and not just society, but like let's say you hook up with a girl and she's like, um, especially when you're younger and right. girls don't know to be cool or people aren't cool yet when right. you're in your 20s or your teenager. Did you ever do that? Hook up? With, yeah, I've had one small peener, but I again when you really like but the how person, did you handle it? I had sex with him. Just like anybody else. And did you let him... You didn't hint that you weren't... No. Nothing. Never. Well, never. No, I'm asking. No, I would never because uh, he was a really cool person and human being. And it wasn't like a one-night stand. Or it was like, this is a person I was, you know, connected to with. Yeah. And, but it was, at the end of the day, do I want to marry? I don't know. Yeah. But how was the sex? Was mm-hmm. it terrible? Was it like, this is so bad? But, you know, again, it's not because of the... It's not because of what you're working with. It's more like that person might not be a fantastic lover, period. Right. I understand that. Yeah. So, okay. So yeah. That. Because for, you know, sex isn't all about penile penetration. Yeah. yeah. There's a million other things you can do. Right. So, I don't know. But I imagine it is hard to be a dude and to have the misfortune of having a small peanut and having to deal with that stigma, you know, until you're old enough to like cope with it properly. Mm-hmm. It's got to suck. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're in the locker rooms and dudes are like, because don't dudes look at? That's what these this guy talks about. He talks about being in the locker room in his youth, and then he talks to his dad about it. And his dad was like, the first time he became aware of his own size was in the locker room. And he said the first thing he he made a good point. He said like at first you're like holy shit, yeah. And he goes, and then by their fucking second or third shower, nobody cares. Everyone's showering and yeah. going on with their lives. Yeah. You're just taking a shower. I think all, a lot of people's insecurity comes from movies, the media, and outside forces. Because when you really know people one-on-one, a lot of this shit doesn't really matter, does it? No. Yeah, that's true. You're like, oh, that's fucking so-and-so with small dick. And? Yeah. Wasn't there some documentary? Oh, we were watching about the world's tallest girl yeah. or tallest man or whatever. And there was this girl, and she lived in Jamaica, and they were like, oh, there's Cherie. She's a tall bitch. And they all made fun of her, in, but in like a friendship way of like, that's just her. She's the tall yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't mocked. She was like one of them. Yeah, of course. They all loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Not like uh, the white people. I think they were, where were they in England? Well, you know, the reverse of that in a way, it's not exact same, but in a lot of ways is uh, flat chested girls. Right, right. And what's made of that? It's more public. Yeah, it's more public. And. There's more pressure to do something about it. And unfortunately, a lot of girls give in to that pressure. Yes. The, wor- the worst is when they give into it and really need nothing at all. When you're like, why are you considering doing this? Well, I think it's even, I think now the norm is yeah. that you have to have at least a C or a B cup. Like people think that you're a freak. Whereas when I was growing up, Remember, like, there was a beauty standard in the 70s or whatever. Like, when you opened a magazine, like a Playboy, I, I feel like you saw different body types. It wasn't all massive tits, a yeah. 25-inch waist, you know, blonde perfect. I feel like... I Not feel like there's anything wrong with that. I feel like Put small... big tits in my mouth. I feel like small titties were celebrated in the 70s and in the 80s. I like... I can celebrate all titties. That's yeah, the thing. that's the thing is that I, I feel like most normal dudes... Don't fucking care. No. Whatever you've got. Yeah. Whatever titties you have, even if you have um, disfigured titties or lopsided titties, 
There's still most are. They make happen. Do you know that most t- my titties are lopsided? You know that. I mean, if you're miss like somebody hacked one off with an axe or something. Oh, jeez. You know, you're missing significant tit on one side. Right. Still good to go. Hmm. Still happy with those tits. Yeah, I don't. I think the average male isn't hypercritical of yeah. our bodies. I don't know where that shit comes from, too. That every girl, you know, what I mean, like little fucking little girls are getting tits put on them now. Like sixteen year olds are buying into the whole boob job thing. It's crazy. Start younger, Jesus, sixteen. Then I was kind of old, huh? Fucking eleven. Yeah, before you even get your period, get some Do it. tits. Get your tits. Yeah. This is micro penis guy highlights. So tell me the reason you don't want to be seen then. I don't want to be seen as the the bird of the one with the small dick. Now see, how does that make him feel? He's she, does, she doesn't want to be in the documentary. Right, that's his girlfriend. Yeah. He's like, why don't you want to be in my documentary? And she answers, I don't want to be seen as the girl who's with the guy with the little dick. Well, I think, I think Jesus. It, but it also might be, I don't want to be just identified. And I don't want oh, you right. to be just identified as the guy the with the small dick. dick. Yeah, You're yeah. much more than that. I'm much more than that, maybe. I'm hoping that's what yeah. she means. Gosh. Gosh. Depressing. Yeah. Because people can be cruel. It's like an inch or less than don't bother, don't go. Oh, here we go. Yeah. yeah, it matters. It was like a chipolata. It was so small. I like a big one. What's big to you? Nine. Nine inches. Inch. Yes. I would always want one bigger, but I've never had any complaints, but... Oh. oh, now how many guys? Okay, every guy says I've never had any complaints. Yeah, which is probably a lot of that is true. You heard, but how many of them do you think get complained about that don't know it? Yeah, girls tell everybody else. Right, they're <laughs> not going to tell you. No, but they end up complaining about you to other people. Yeah, I mean these bitches that they've interviewed are like bar girls. Like he interviews people coming out of bars drunk. Yeah. So those girls are going to be like, I'm going to fucking big hack. Of course, you're going to be a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will say most women are very forgiving of painters and such. Sure. Very forgiving. Especially in a relationship, right? Yeah, it's really not about a, a dude's dick. It's really about the whole package, I should hope. But you want that, ooh, right? Well, that's why I married big Puerto Rican donkey cocks. That's right. That's right. That's right. How big are you? Uh, I don't understand. I don't understand what the fuck she said. Yeah. I just feel that at the moment I've kind of reached a point in this journey that not only have I got the problem of you know my own insecurities are the size of my cock, but I've also got a problem with feeling like, like a twat for having it. <laughs> And I guess, I, you know, it's, it's as much a psychological problem as it is a physical problem. Oh, dear. What's the topic? It's about penises. Yeah, what about them? What about them? Does size matter to women? Yes. yes. Don't fool yourself. It does. Sweetie, they say it not to make you feel bad, but it does matter. It doesn't matter if it's huge. It's uncomfortable, to be honest. But medium is, is good. What's medium? Medium is large. Show me what medium is. Oh, like that. It's <laughs> like that. It's medium. And what do you think is medium? Katie, don't you? What I mean, what, what's your preference? Uh, medium as well, but I Katie's really more concerned <laughs> about girth. She's really into girth. 
bigger, the rounder. This is all not true. But this is all that really is. They're being honest with him. I think, again, I think these are people just discussing penises detached from the person. Like, if you were to be like, hey, describe your perfect penis. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, for me, I, I, I want a fucking Coke can. Jesus. I want a you know, 15-inch black snake. Jesus. I want to be torn in half. I want to have my cervix punctured. Those things are what normal people say. But then, like, for instance, if you were, if someone were to you be like, Hey, describe your perfect girl. You're like, well, she's got fucking double D's, mm-hmm. tiny little waist. Pussy uh, smells. Pussy smells like trash. Yep. She weighs 100 pounds. Fuck. 100? We're talking about <laughs> two women or one? <laughs> double digit weight. 85 pounds. 85 pounds, obese. But then when you are presented with the flesh person, none of that shit really fucking matters, does uh, it? I mean, a little. Yeah. You, I obviously have some kind of norm, but as long as it's within those, yeah, margins, right? Yeah, as long as she's got that stinky box, I'm good. Really, Tom? How important <laughs> is it for you to have a smelly vagina? Super important. <laughs> That's at the top of my huh. list. Is That's that why we wear? Do I have a smelly list. vagina? Like a uh, fuck? Like it's <laughs> the day after Mardi Gras. And we're talking about huh. the French Quarter gutters. That's what my vagina smells like. And it's 105, <laughs> and there's just beer mm. and trash and vomit cooking. <laughs> <laughs> what about feces? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. And then as soon as I I take in that smell, I, uh, I finish. Huh. That's really something. I didn't realize that. Nine years being together five years married, mm-hmm. you've never brought up my vagina smelling like that. Well, I, I like that you don't even associate the fact that I always put trash in your panties. <laughs> like, yeah, I've noticed that. I put that. trash in your panty drawer hmm. so that the smell gets in there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Have you ever, I mean, are vaginas an issue for you? Vagina size, shallowness, no, I mean, depth? No, loose. I've always been happy with vaginas. Yeah, I've. Ne- I mean, there's some are different for sure, um, but I've never been like I just don't like her badge. Like it's not a deal breaker, right? No, no. I mean, in my limited experience, no. Yeah, even that dude that I did. I've had loose, loose gooses, loose before. meats. Sure, but yeah. does it? Is it a deal breaker? No, no. it still works. Yeah, this dude that I dated that had a small peener, mm-hmm. like if you were an outstanding individual. Yeah, I feel like you really loved him. Yeah, maybe, you know, we could transcend that. You could fucking figure out Was other he things. three inches? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Right, babe, I don't know. Let's not. Go like this. Hold on. Like, mm. I can just pick? I don't remember that. That's a dog is bearing. Um, hmm. Christopher Reeve. Remember when Superman? he was still alive? Yeah. He and his wife had sexual relations, he said. When they were when he was paralyzed? Yeah. That's so sad. I don't want to think but about that. But doesn't that go to show that, that it's not about penises no, going of into vaginas? But they had a love. They did have a love. A real love. And you can do all kinds of things to please each other. You don't have to have just penile. Yeah. I see, can I tell you my theory on this? The reason the dick size is so important to society, to males in this society, is because the society is still fucking centered on patriarchal, uh, phallus-centric, heterosexual, male-normative bullshit. That's why. 
because there's entire margins of society they don't even rely on penile penetration. Do you understand, Theo? Yeah. It's not always about the dick, for God's sakes. Yeah. It ain't always about there's hands and mouths and assholes Mm -hmm. and fucking ball gags and dildos and spit spit in my face. And, you know, fisting. That's, you know, there's all kinds of ways to penetrate something. That's true. Great point. You're welcome. Would you like to hear a little more of this guy? Yeah, yeah. I feel badly for him because I like his honesty. All right. Uh, It's okay. (laughs) It's fine. But is a man's confidence related to cock size? One place where size is important and always on show is in porn films. See? So I decide to go and see one being made. Basically, I think <laughs> I'm like the Arabian princess. And they're just both going to capture me and Roger me silly. Roger me? I've never heard that one. I love those Brits. <laughs> Um, Roger me silly yeah, yeah and that see and that's where that comes from the male you know that bullshit thing that that heteronormative thing yeah pornography definitely plays a, a role in this too that's what makes girls think that we're freaks if we don't look like the women in porn yeah that's why we run out and get tit jobs and are bulimic and anorexic yeah we think that's what guys want you gotta be like that you gotta be like that girl in the porn mm-hmm. you know that girl I'm not that girl that sweet 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 girl. I love it. All over my face. Can you believe that? My face, a reservoir of your cum. That's how you gotta be. So what happens in this, though? So he goes to watch her do porn, and then... Yeah. Um, Did you watch it? Yeah. So didn't... But I think, I don't remember what happened, so I know he's sitting there watching her, and he's like in the corner eyeballing her. I just feel that at the moment, I've kind of reached a point in this journey that not only have I got the problem of oh, you know, my own insecurities large show me what medium is I'm worth some brilliant I think porn films so I decide to go and see one being made basically I think I'm like the Arabian princess and they're just both going to capture me and roger me silly I guess this is the rogering part. What's yeah. wrong with, with five inches, six inches, seven inches? It's not... No, but I'm talking a three-inch erect. A three-inch erect penis. But the thing is that, I mean, that, that could work in a way to an interesting angle because... He's talking to well, a not guy. Obviously, you wouldn't, get, you wouldn't come into this industry, would you? <laughs> I've never kind of successfully masturbated before in my entire life. What? Because I've never yeah. felt that I like it very much. What? what about if I can't get an erection? That's crazy. That's the craziest revelation of all. What would you do if you've never masturbated, Jeans? I, I can't get over this. He can't, yeah. How can he not? I don't understand. That doesn't make sense Well, to listen, me. he's explaining. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, I don't know, though. That's, that's, unfortunately, that's going to be up to you. I wish Nicola was here, though. Marginally more helpful. <laughs> He's trying to get a hard on. You guys on just to don't make... do it for. 
to make a cast of his penis. They're mm. making a plaster cast mold of his peener. Remember mm. we tried that years oh, ago? Oh, yeah. Same thing. And he's trying to put his peener into the thing and he can't get an erection. My idea, which I still think is a good idea, was to make a plaster cast of my penis mm-hmm. and then put a bottle opener on it, the other end of it. Yeah. So you basically, as a gift, I give my a mold of my penis... But it has the utility in that you can open a bottle. Oh, you know what? This whole time, I thought you meant put the bottle opener going through the hole, the urethra, and it's like it's coming out like you're pissing out the bottle opener. You understand? Not on uh-huh. the opposite end. I thought I thought uh-huh. your dick was peeing out the opener. That's another way of do- I didn't imagine yeah. it like that. Gosh, I, this whole time. That's interesting. I thought it would just gosh. be like a good gift to my friends, you know? Yeah. No, I'm yeah, but the way you were presenting it now, I'm like, that's a totally different gift. Which is which is a better one? You know, I always envisioned that, like I said, your plaster casted penis was uh, urinating out. So the, the opener. end, the uh, the opener's hanging out of the end. Yeah, yeah. And then they can use your dick to jack to open, open it. Yeah. Give one to Casey, one to Justin, right? You know, Charlie. Yeah. Hey, guy, here's my dick. You can use it. And open, your so. and your parents. Don't forget your family. <sighs> That would be the best moment of all, handing it to my mother and father. Hey, guys. <laughs> what do you think they would say? Um, uh, my dad would say, oh, Tommy, like that. Mm-hmm. Just kind of shake his head. My mom wouldn't understand, even after a pretty thorough explanation. What? This is what? She wouldn't get it. She would understand that it's your penis. Yeah. She would be like, I don't, why did you do this? Like She would be very, very confused. Hmm. It's a really good idea. Now that I'm thinking about how much it can horrify them, I really want to do it more. Why don't you do something with your butthole? I feel like your butthole is so underused. And you know, those porn people, they do plasters of their vages and butthole. Yeah. Why don't I do a plaster of my butthole Mm -hmm. and then what do I do with it? I know. You know how we always have these loose corn corn on the cob holder thingies everywhere? Yeah. Uh, Where do I put them? You make one a plaster cast of your butthole, we open your butthole, and that's where you put the corn on the cob holders. You put them in my butthole? Yes. Hmm. Yes, because I'm always losing them. I don't know where to store them. They're always loose. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, can you see another use? I mean, maybe a straw holder, too? Hmm. Maybe right. hmm. somewhere to keep your safety pins? I'm so sad for this man that can't masturbate. It's just it's really affecting me. He doesn't really, I don't think he he can get an erection or he doesn't want to. Talk about my beard. What about it? How nice it is right now. It's real nice. It's not as full as it usually is. It's trimmed back to match your haircut. You got a haircut. Mm-hmm. Both you and Theo got your haircut today. We both got haircuts. Same place? Same groomer? Babe. <laughs> I got you. That's so stupid. Ah, man, not I a just dog. And then the thing you- <laughs> Did they give you a little hanky too, like they did Theo? No, a little cute. Little I kerchief. went to a human haircut place. <laughs> a little bandana to wear. I had my Japanese hairstylist cut What's my hair. What's his name? Koji. Koji. Mm-hmm. And what did you guys talk mm-hmm. about? Pasha. <laughs> he um, he asked me about Vegas. Uh, like what did he say? He said, you like gamble? And I was like, not really. He didn't say you like a gamble. Yeah, he did. He, he just said gambling. He doesn't speak good English. Neither do you. You like Gambo? I said, uh, I'm not really into it. Which game? 
I said, Blackjack? He goes, I like the slots. I said, those are fun. But Penny is no Penny. Make you max bet. Like, that's true. They make you max bet and take your fucking money. He's like, yeah. Do you think he wanted to go to Vegas with you? He just went and he said that the uh, MGM had a good buffet deal. He was telling me about it. Oh, that's not. Oh, it does have a good buffet. We we haven't we eaten in that one? No, I don't think so. He was like, it's twenty four hours, and you can have dinner there twice. He goes, you know, so wow. He bought it and then went to dinner twice. So he loves buffets. He told me, really? Yeah, he smokes a lot, and uh, that's the only part <laughs> I, don't, I don't enjoy about my haircut. Is that like when he's like his hands are in front of my face, I can smell his hands. Ugh, it's so gross, isn't I know, it? I want to say something to him. But like your fingers smell and not like yeah. good garbage. Yeah. Like my wife's vagina. Doesn't smell trash like my wife's <laughs> vagina. It smells different than that. It is disgusting. I had a masseuse Ugh. whose hand smelled. Oh. Yeah, and she was up in my head and everything. I was like, dude, come on now, I can smell that. That see, that seems inexcusable. It, it seems is. like if you were doing, but it seems like if you're doing massages, you would know. I gotta thoroughly clean these so that you know your paws? you're actually rubbing your paws on people. Dude, I know. When I Come used to on. smoke, I was very conscious of that. I'm smelling like because your fingers really stink like shit. They do. I saw my shrink today, and uh, she had her roots done. Her blonde. She did you great. compliment her? I did actually, and I. She lets them grow out real long, and I've always noticed that. I'm like, you need to get your roots did, girl. But she's a busy lady. She's a fucking PhD. She shouldn't have time for that. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? What do you think her box smells like? Awesome. Yeah. Dude, my doctor's like, she's super smart, and she's all skinny. Dude, like, my doctor's like, <laughs> I like when you revert into that character of yours. What What character? Dude, bro, like... For real? <laughs> I think that's my core. I think that's who I am, bro. And then you put a couple of glasses of wine in me. Yeah. Right? You go back to yourself. To my bro talk. Yeah. No, seriously, though. Uh, she had like a nice purple top, some black slacks, and some nice heels today. She Ooh. always dresses like a real professional. I'm always amazed. I'm like, oh, you're fucking, you're on point. See, that's how you know you're seeing a good shrink. Because I saw a guy once, I think I've told you this before, fucking first appointment I walk in, and he had on like mom jeans. Yeah. And he had a fucking Santa Claus white beard and then Velcro shoes, like white Velcro shoes. I was like, motherfucker, you can't even dress yourself. How are you going to tell me how to live my life? You're wearing fucking crazy Velcro shoes. And they were like nurse Velcro shoes. I'm not talking like cool ones. It was very fucked up. You can't, mm. you can't take life counsel from someone who doesn't know how to present themselves to the world. No. Mm-mm. Right? Absolutely not. It's why um, it's, it's. Trust that guy. If somebody's in like one of these you know, positions where you're going to them to make money. Like if you're going to a, um, you know, a realtor who's supposed to like sell your house for money or to an investment person, they have to present themselves in a certain way. Right. You know, if they have like cheap shit on yeah, and dude. a beat up car, you're like, uh, and it sounds bad to make the judgment, but you're like, the cars aren't everything, but you want that person to like, carry themselves a certain way it's their job yeah that's part of the gig yeah and for phd or for your therapist therapist yeah you have to present a certain image yeah because you're telling people how to live essentially like you're saying this is the right way to be i'm gonna help you through that and then you can't fucking figure out sneakers i can't trust you i agree i can't trust you fucking crazy santa claus beard doctors what are you always looking on doctors teeth hands yeah Teeth, like, most important. Yeah, look at their hands. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, on a doctor, yeah. Yeah, and a lot of times you see they have really well, t- their hands are really... Should be, yeah. Very well groomed. I look at their teeth, I look at, I smell breath. Mm-hmm. If your doctor has bad breath, forget it. Yeah. Because they're so close to you, you want to smell bad breath. I like when a doctor has a real stinky dick. <laughs> you know, when they, they always do that. Hmm. When you get, you know when you get your physical and your, yeah. your doctor will, will rub his dick between the top of your lip and your nose? They mm-hmm. always do that test. Mm-hmm. I uh, always check it out, make sure it smells bad. That's interesting. Hmm. I like a gentle touch, too. My gynecologist. Well, at, I was in there for that. Right. At the end, she likes to uh, masturbate me to orgasm. That's normal, too, yeah, right? totally normal. That's what that's what gynos do. Yeah. They go down there, and they're like. And then the breast exam takes usually a half hour, 45 minutes. And she suckles them individually. Is that mm-hmm. normal? That's what they do. And then she goes, it's good. You're good to go here. And you're good to go there. <laughs> she takes a taste test. Of both and then of my... smacks them. Nope. That's not part of the exam. I've seen it. I've seen it. Where have you seen it? Uh, I used Films. to volunteer at a nurse in a place with a, a doctor and a nurse. Yeah, sure. They never let you near medical equipment. Yeah, they did. Oh, please. You would be I the worst. I ran most of it. Excuse me, I ran that place. Could you imagine you in the medical field? Why? Why would I be the worst? Well, first of all, you look homeless. No matter what you do, even when you shower, it's a little homeless on the vibe, you know? Jesus. I'm your husband. That's why I like you. But I like I like the crazy homeless guy look. I like Vincent Gallo. I like, uh, what's his name? Even when I shower... I look a little homeless. Yeah, but I like that about you. You look a little fucking crazy, like there's a little crazy streak in you. I like that. Okay. Okay. Um, what were you telling me about earlier? You were watching one of your shows, <gasps> and you saw <sighs> you're gonna, T.O. You're going to die. You got to watch this. So uh, on Eon La Fix My Life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ianla Van Sant, she's like a self-help person. Uh, she made a bunch of money, and then she lost it all, and then she broke up with Oprah, and then Oprah and her made up, and now she has her show on OWN. Mm-hmm. Any hoodles. She fucking visits T.O., Terrell Owens. Terrell. It was Terrell? I'm yeah. sorry, I thought, it was, I thought it was Terrell. I've been calling Everybody Terrell does. in my head all day. Everybody does. Terrell? It's Terrell. How the fuck do you know that? You know Terrell? I did a show with Terrell. Please. Which show did you do with Terrell? A Comedy Central pilot in which he was the guest. And they had to re-announce him four times and he threatened to walk off if he wasn't brought out under the correct name. My name is Terrell, not Terrell. Hmm. Is that a good enough explanation? Sorry, I didn't realize you guys were so tight and that you knew everything about Terrell. 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 Can I just say T.O. from now on? Because it's too annoying. Yeah, but I mean, it's or you could just get it right. Terrell. Terrell. Turtle. This shit should be easy. <laughs> That's how he says every time someone pronounces his name. So anyways, Turtle uh, is on the show. And I would say that Turtle has the worst fucking most devastating story of anybody on the show. Mm-hmm. Like they had Chris Brown's ex-girlfriend or ex-wife on there. That episode wasn't as crazy. Chris Brown, oh, the I'm singer? sorry. No, no, no. Who, what's the one we watched? And he was beating her. It's not Chris Brown. Oh, my God. Chad Ochocinco? Ochocinco, yeah. Sorry. Chris Brown. Different black guy. Sorry, I get them mixed up, all right? 
So, Jesus. why did I say it was Chad Ochocinco? So, anyways, but Chad Ochocinco. So poor turtle. Listen to his story. Are you ready for? You don't even fucking know what this poor guy's been through. I remember. I mean, throughout his career, they would always talk about his upbringing. Um, he was very close to his grandmother, is what I remember. So, because here's why. So okay. he's raised by na- a grandma because this poor guy, his mother is 16 years old, right? She has an affair with the neighbor across the street mm-hmm. to a man who's about 16 or 17 year old, years older than her. At so the he's time. in his 30s when she's 16. Yes. Okay. So they have a tryst, mm-hmm. and the man is married with two kids, and he lives across the street. So, of course, 16-year-old girl gets pregnant and has turtle. Terrell. Terrell has Terrell. Like Carol, but Terrell. That's it. Well, you could have fucking said that like 10 minutes ago. It would be a lot easier with the story. So Terrell, mom, is raised by grandma. The whole time growing up across the street from the man that is his father that never acknowledged him. Basically... Like, the guy raised another family in front of Terrell and then never was like, hey, guy, I'm your dad. Just so you know, I'm your dad. I love you. Like, never said I love you to him until he was 39 years old on this show. Never took responsibility for Terrell. And, of course, the mother and grandmother just kind of live in silence. Like, oh, yeah, that never happened. Whatever. No big deal. Bananas, right? Grow up across the street from him. It's just, you know, it's what you think about that. What I think about when I hear that is how... The people, when you, the ones you want to scream at, everybody, the parents, you know, the mom, the grandma, like, why don't you fucking do something? Yeah. They really just don't have the tools. They don't know how to do it. Right. And that's what you learn is like these poor people, you know, she was 16, so there's a lot sure. of shame associated with that event. You know, you don't want it to get out that this guy is having an affair in the neighborhood. So he's like, she's weirdly protecting him. <clears throat> um, you know, like all this weird dynamic and... Basically, Did he ever help out in all, at all? No. Nothing? No. He raised another family. Across the street. Across the street in front of Terrell. And he found out when he was how old? So I think 11. I, that's the part I missed. I might be wrong. I think 11 years old, he finds out the truth. that Oh, that's your dad. But guess what? Your dad doesn't really want shit to do with you. And so so now 39 years old rolls around. Ianla is there. They ask the dad to be on the show. Dad's like, no, fuck you, No. And then dad changes his mind, and then they go across the street, and Terrell basically confronts him, like, hey, uh, you really broke my heart. Like, you could have fucking been a dad. You could have said hi. You could have said, (laughs) you could have taken me fishing. You know, you could have said, I love you. Why didn't you do all this? And the dad goes, well, I mean, you know, I was busy. I had two jobs, taking care of my kids, just had a full life. I didn't really, you know, just didn't get around to it. And you're like, oh. You didn't get around to it. This poor little boy is just desperate for a father. But you realize how easy it is, how human beings are so adaptable to to awful shit like that, where you're like, But then the the great irony is that he's so hurt by it, and then what's he doing right now as a parent, right? He has kids, and he doesn't... He has four kids from four different baby mamas right now. Right, And, and they're like... So and they're eleven, doing? and the son of his sons is eleven, I believe. Right, and they're like, "What are you up to?" And he's like, well, yeah. "I'm busy. I'm working. He's I'm busy. Go. He's yeah. working. Yeah, she's doing the so, same thing." But to Terrell's credit, he totally makes up with the father, makes up with mom, vows to be a better father to his children. Like he does have a complete epiphany and yeah. such. So he did turn it around, but 
Yeah. Um, so crazy, though. But the thing that we were talking about, I think this, is, this happens a lot with um, people that come from backgrounds, especially with athletes, is when they feel like when they feel like they're completely ignored like that. Yeah. It sometimes fuels a fire. It's the best. They become the greatest athletes, yes. musicians, comedians, actors. Yeah. Because they're of all time. It's, and it's just for that one person. Yeah. They just want to show that one person. Well, that's what Ianla was saying. Like, because yeah. I, apparently I didn't know that. So he acts out when he scores a touchdown. Like he dances. Well, he's what? done now. He doesn't play anymore. But he was no. Like he went to. Um, he didn't go to a big college, but he was known to have just. Um, you know, he had obviously great natural ability, but he had like a relentless uh, habit in the like workout training, like weightlifting. Mm-hmm. He got himself. He worked out to be just. An animal. And I had a friend who played for a year with him, a friend that went to college with me, a, a guy I knew. Um, and he played on the 49ers. The 69ers. The 69ers for a season when when T.O. was there. And he was like, dude, that guy in the gym is just a fucking specimen. Like, you just, you've never seen anything like it. You know, he just, he like willed himself to be this tremendous physical of course athlete and i remembered when you were talking about that about how circumstances um you know do that to people like make them work harder achievers well he wanted yes. dad's approval he wanted dad to notice him i remember of course. i remember watching i've heard it from other people other stories as well but i remember watching real sports on hbo and they had jerry west on mm-hmm. jerry west is um a famous basketball player and eventually became the general manager, the guy who was the architect of a lot of Laker championships. And, you know, he's the um, he's the logo of the NBA. When you see the outline, mm-hmm. that's Jerry West. So well, that's crazy. he's NBA royalty. And he, I remember him talking about how abusive his father was and how it fueled him to be. Yeah. And so I, I looked up, I don't know if this is going to be the right clip, but I looked up this. And you say your father beat you? Yes. Define beating for me, if you would. Oh, my goodness, Brian. Um, Hit you with his fists? No, it was always with a big belt with a buckle on it. You know, Can you use the buckle end? He did whatever was available, he hit me with. So we're not talking about a spanking? No. We're not talking no. about taking a strap to your that, backside? No, I, I know the difference between a spanking and a beating. I know that. It was brutal. It was, um, I remember one time when the mines were on strike that my mother um, cooked a pot of vegetable soup. We ate it for dinner for six straight nights. And I said to my mother, I said, you know, I, I, did, I don't want to eat this. Scary. Oh, it was, it was how, awful. How long are we talking about? Ten minutes, probably. I got under the bed. He drug me out from under the bed. Um, frankly, I, I didn't even put this in the book. That my mother told my father, you're going to kill him. Wow. Oof. Went on to become yeah, when, if you, the most successful person. Oh, yeah. If you, um, if you see the rest of that piece from, uh, from Real Sports about Jerry West... Um, he goes. He goes on to specifically say. He gets specifically asked, uh, "Do you think you would be as good, you know, the great <laughs> basketball player?" And he was like, "Absolutely not." Of course, I'm a great basketball player because my dad was a piece of shit. Of course. Yeah. Well, Ianla was saying 
that because uh, I guess Terrell acted out a lot. I didn't. I'm not. I'm not fully aware. He acted out a lot as an adult professional. That's what he. That's what she's yeah. saying. She he was, was like, a fucking cancer. Right. So that's what she was saying. She's like, all that. I guess he would act out a bunch. Oh yeah. And she's like, well, you wanted to be noticed, right? Was that your whole thing? He's like, yeah, man, I wanted to be noticed. I want to be the best, but I want to be noted. And like, she's like, well, who do you, whose attention do you think you were looking for? The man across the street. But of course, the man across the street. Of course. Same, it's, it's so fucking clear as day. Why do you think I tell jokes? I know, I know it's to get my mother's approval. Yeah. But she's never going to fucking give it to me. Yeah. That's the sad part, guys. <laughs> you're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. You're never going to get it. If you got a parent that doesn't want to give it, guess what? You're never going to well, get look, it. Well, look, he went through like an almost 20-year NFL it. career, and he never got it when of he was course. playing football. Of course, because it's not about that. Yeah. It wasn't about it. That's the sad part. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he got his dad to acknowledge him because his dad's of yeah. sane mind. My mother's crazy. She's never going to be able to, but yeah. He got the apology from dad, and it healed him. And I wish he would have gotten it sooner, though. Yeah. You know, Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad was a piece of shit, too. Mm-hmm. Beat him. Lou Ferrigno's dad beat the fuck out of him. Um, Schwarzenegger, he was moderately successful. <laughs> a lot of them have Jeez. terrible childhoods, terrible abusive upbringings. I know. It actually Everybody. makes you go, oh, so you got to be a fucking abused piece of shit. No. No, but it makes you have that thought. It sure. does, but you don't have. I mean, there's a lot no, of normal not. people, too, that do really well, obviously. But yeah. it sure helps to get an abusive parent, doesn't it? Maybe two if you're lucky. You can really yeah. become successful. If they really, really abuse you, that's the best. <laughs> really beat the shit out of you. Yeah, real makes you into a really good artist. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you also liked speaking of uh the sports world, we watched the sixty minutes Nick Saban piece. Yeah, I like you him. You said you liked the uh quote. The quote that he had that they that they showed was um uh, mediocre people don't like high achievers, and high achievers don't like mediocre people. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, ain't that the truth, huh? He's no nonsense, that guy. Yeah, you know why I like that. He's right because, at least I found in my family, in my small world, when I wanted to be a comedian, I wanted to try to be something. You'd be surprised, man. Sometimes your own family doesn't fucking stand behind you. Yeah. Sometimes your friends hate on you. Sometimes the people you think should champion you don't. Yep. Devastating. Yep. That's it, man. Well, thank God I have you, Jeans. I'm glad I have you, little Jeans. And our FIFO. He he encourages me. You encourage me. You both do. I um I love you both very much. Yeah, fuck Terrell Owen's dad. That's right. Was that the point of the story? That's right. Fuck that guy's dad. Um thanks for listening to our show. Please check out your mom's house podcast.com. Please follow us on Twitter at Tom Segura at Christina P. Uh, like our Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash your mom's house podcast. And um, this was a lot of fun. Thank don't you. eat Almond Joy. That's, the, um, That's such for, bullshit. Forget Tim Tams, too. Pete Murphy sent in this track. Peter Murphy from Bauhaus? From Bauhaus sent in. It's called Diabetes. Oh. <laughs> Bye, mommies. Bye, jeans.
Diabetes. Diabetes. 